Welcome to the Cherry Picker, the horror movie podcast where we like to kill people, but not really. I'm your host, Zach Cherry, and with me as always is... Okay, let's play Cold Turkey. Eddie of Edward is Truth. And today we're talking about Evil Dead. 2013. 2013. 2013. Released April 5th, 2013. This movie is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. Why are you making fun of me already? Because you sound funny. (laughs) 10-year happy birthday, Evil Dead. Happy birthday, Evil Dead 2013. 10 years, 10 long years. Yeah, it it doesn't feel like it. Um, but here we yeah, are. It still We're... feels like it kind of just came out. Although, well, you not know what? just, it but it just. But it, it does, though. Yeah. It, it also does not. But we'll talk about that. Well, so where's where, where's there? the time? Where's the time gone? But I mean, obviously, we've been <laughs> we've been going through all of the Evil Dead movies. We did uh, the first one way back the last year. But Evil that, but, Dead, yeah, yeah, controversial, the... controversial episode for. Uh, Cherry yeah. picking <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I still... It's the reason we started doing rules. It was a year ago, wasn't it? A year ago. Um, that was our sixteenth episode. So oh, okay, then it was almost it a maybe year, nearly. like yeah, it might have been like May Ish. May of of uh, two thousand and twenty two that we recorded. Okay. But anyway, we've been doing the uh, the sequels in closer succession. Leading up to Evil Dead Rise, which is coming out at the end of the month. So look forward to an Evil Dead Rise podcast soon Ooh. in the future. Um, but this this was interesting because um, I, I w- had noticed algorithmically, just in terms of like, you know, how well, you know, how many people listen to slash watch <clears throat> each podcast yeah. that uh, the Evil Dead episodes just aren't popular. And we were oh. we were talking about this last time, and I was just yeah. I mean I don't know our demographic of listeners. Like I, I put this out there in the uh, last one. It's just I'm just assuming. I mean I'm sure you know not to not to um, exclude anyone, but like you and I are both LGBTQ. So I just mm-hmm. figure, and then a lot of the people that reach not out all to of us them, are, not every letter, yeah, not, not everyone every who. who, who <laughs> I'm just saying that. A lot of our viewership and, and listenership uh, is as well. Sure. Uh, yes. But if you're not, thank you for coming aboard. We, we appreciate yeah. the, the allyship. Um, we hope you can understand everything we say. But, yeah, and, and the, the, the uh, question that I, that I had uh, posed to you was just like, yeah. this is such a popular franchise like you hear people are just like, oh, Evil Dead, and just like, yeah. but is it the gays? Like, do the gays glom to, to Evil Dead? Because it feels like, it, like whenever you know, I've had conversations with um, horror aficionados uh, about mm-hmm. it. I like, I, I, I never really hear like a, a gay perspective on this series, and it just mm. seems like when you look at it, really. At least the first three movies that we did, it's all centered around the character of Ash. There's not really, there, there's not really a lot of queer coding to be found there. Like he's mm. a, a very like hetero, like cis white male character who, as you put it so eloquently, fails upwards. 
Um, so he succeeds in all of his movies uh, in spite of himself. And, and you know, historically, th- through like the horror genre, it's the characters like Laurie Strode and Sidney Prescott who have to really face off against great adversity to overcome mm-hmm. the obstacle that they're facing in, you know, their respective mm-hmm. films, that that is kind of like the thing that uh, the LGBTQ community can identify with and then just see themselves in. And I thought, I mean, I was thinking like, well, maybe the 2013 remake will be like an upward trend to this, like the, this low viewership listenership because this movie, and we'll get into this more, but it's just like, we're, we have a final girl here. This is Mia, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the end of the day. So I'm, I'm interested. I, I'll be keeping tabs just to see how things go. And like listening to just feedback of just seeing like where everyone, where all of you, uh, uh, how you feel about the Evil Dead franchise, but this entry in particular. Because I, I mean... <clears throat> And you know I'm going to ask you this, Edward. But what is your Evil Dead oh, rank? What is your Evil Dead ranking? Not including the the oh. TV show because I have not uh, seen that yet. I can't uh, tally that in. <laughs> so just the four movies that have been released as of this recording. Yes. Um, uh, <clears throat> shall I work from the bottom up? You know, it, it <laughs> bottom or top, whichever way you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's bottom first. Okay, uh, bottoms up. <laughs> um, so the bottoms up. Uh, let me see. Uh, at the bottom, I think anybody could could uh, if they've listened to the pods uh, prior, wouldn't be surprised to know that at the bottom is uh, Army of Darkness. Just above that, I'd put to my shame the Evil Dead. Just above that, I'd put Evil Dead, and I understand the irony there, but we can get into all of that when yeah. we discuss and unpack this movie. Yeah. And then <laughs> right at the top, of course, for me, Evil Dead 2, uh, Dead by Dawn. That's that's my... <laughs> but see, that, that one for Dead me... Dead by Dawn! Because, <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that. <laughs> because that's the one where I feel that Ash faces the most adversity and where yeah. I feel the most empathy for him, and I think I said that in the pod as, it's, as much. Yeah. It's also the, the campiest... <clears throat> So, yeah. you know, it's it, 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 it's pretty, it, you know, if, if we can relate camp to, to gay, then yeah. yeah. I actually, I I agree with you 100%. That would be my ranking as well. With the caveat wow. that I have to say, because I have not seen this movie in a long time, uh, Evil Dead 2013, without the the. Because mm-hmm. um, yes. I really loved it when it first came out and I was just watching it today. And... It takes a really long time to happen for me, you know, like it's just for like the the things that I remembered or just like what I really loved about it. Because I was sitting through a large portion of it just being like, Uh what is what is going on? No, not that. But just just feeling (laughs) like, did I like this? Not that it's bad, but I just kind of like, you know, I guess at the time that this came out, I remember... It was marketed as the Evil Dead remake. And that was like a big controversy in and of itself. First of all, because the remake trend kind of like the big part of the the remake trend was like Mm -hmm. the mid 2000s. Um, Like I think it was like by the time we got to 2009, 
we were seeing like fewer and fewer, like there's like My Bloody Valentine 3D, but it started to taper off once we got into the 2010s and they were still making a few uh, here and there, but they were few and far between. Um, I think like probably Child's Play is the, or Firestarter is the the most recent, that was like right up until Mm. last year, Um, which again, like just begs the question, why are you, why are we still doing this? But um, yeah, they really... You know, and people hated them. People like most diehard horror fans were just like not happy or thrilled about these movies getting remade. And when it was announced that Evil Dead was getting remade, there was an uproar. People were like, How dare you? You know, there's certain things that are like off limits. Like, I think people were okay with Halloween being remade because it's like at least we're getting new Halloween movies and there's like Rob Zombie. But when it comes, when it comes to things like the exorcist and the evil dead, the ease, I don't know why, but uh, people were just like, no, those are off limits. So this was pretty controversial. If you remember like uh, leading up to and during production of just like, people were just like, nope, nope. I, you know, it has to be uh, a continuation of uh, Bruce Campbell. It needs to be Sam Raimi. And, you know, he obviously was, connected to this he produced it but mm. uh it wasn't until being in the theater and watching it they're just like oh this is n- not a sequel but it's like it exists in the same universe technically and think, there is there's think, the yeah there's the button as as we'll call it yeah this I, I will call this a button at the end because it's not even a scene it's literally like a like a dark backdrop yeah. with his face in the shadows of, of Bruce Campbell Ash just being like groovy and and turning to the yeah. camera. Yeah, that's that's what I would consider a button. It's like the bump at the end of the song so everybody knows to applaud. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I was really grateful for that too because I didn't know it was coming. Mm-hmm. I just sit through the end credits anyway because it's kind of a meditative act for me when I go to movie theaters, even to this day. I'm finding I enjoy being in movie theaters less and less because people are increasingly rude and terrible, but, um, Uh, and my 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 home is so much more comfortable, and I can pause it and go to the bathroom, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, and I, I honestly the 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 uh, resolution on my screen is so much better than that of the resolution in the movie theaters that sometimes cut the brightness in half so they can save money yeah. and everything like that on I electricity. Just, I mean. I just went to see Scream 6 twice. Both times yeah. were 3D. And it's already, like, dark enough as it is, but they have you put on right. these glasses that are even darker. I actually watched most of it without the glasses on because most – the only time you really needed the 3D effect was when there was, like uh, – uh, the images were more in, like, the background. But most of the movies, uh. like, up close, so it's just, like, I didn't need it. But I, I noticed, like, okay, with the glasses on, like – too dark glasses off okay this this can work so yeah. yeah and i i mean i don't normally i have prescription glasses and i should wear them when i go to the theater but it's it's just so cumbersome that i i agree like it's, sure. i love going to the theaters i love the act of being in the theaters and just like the whole idea behind it but i also love watching movies at home like i i yeah. spend money on like a beautiful tv that you know i want to watch my movies in 4k on like i'll I'll do that. And you're right. People are fucking obnoxious at the theaters and yeah, have like zero yeah. respect for anyone. 
And if you, and that you, said, you, can't, you can't even say yeah. anything because they'll just, they'll just like stop for a second and then they'll just like carry oh, on. God. And then if you tell That's them, like, yeah, like, you know, what are we going to do? Threaten them with violence? Well, no, it used to Question work. Mark? There was the, <laughs> back in the day, like 10 years ago, um, I was in my prime, uh, uh, as far as just like being not even, I can't call myself the shusher, but I would speak to people in a very deliberate tone, just, you know, but not rude, but letting them know I'm serious, you know, like, could you please yeah. stop talking? And um, they would. And yeah. usually they'd be very embarrassed. Or, uh, excuse me, that glare from your phone is really distracting. Could you please turn it off? Oh, I'm so sorry. There was shame that was yeah. actually, you know. Now it's just kind of like, I'm going to sit here and be on my phone just to spite you for like five extra seconds before I put it away. Um, and that's like a best case scenario. Anyway, yeah. I, but I don't want to make this about the audience. Anyway, back in 2013, I was still enjoying going to the theaters uh, <laughs> more more so than I am now. Yeah. And um, I had a great experience with the audience because there was that discovery of um, this is not a remake. This is more, I think I would be comfortable calling it a reboot because yeah. it rebooted the franchise in <clears> the <throat> sense that it brought audiences back in. It made more money than any of the uh, theatrically than any of the uh, prior films. It became, I was just watching, um, charts with Dan, Dan Merle's, uh, uh, YouTube podcast, and he was discussing, stair uh what did he call them like stairwell movies or whatever where or staircase movies where okay. one movie after the other the sequels just kind of like climb higher and higher and one that could not be proven <clears throat> was evil dead because yeah. the the original release was never really recorded <laughs> oh. and uh, because it was so yeah because it was so kind of shopped around and kind of like word of mouth like movie movie theaters are like kind of passing it to each other going like yeah why well, watch this movie yeah. and um the kids will love it and here's a drive-in let's show something the evil dead it sounds fun but um and then <laughs> Um, they started tracking it afterwards yeah. and, but the box office, it's, it leads us to believe that yeah. even, you know, through inflation and everything like that, um, that, that these movies are doing well. So, I mean, this one did, this one did well. It did come on the tail of like all of those other reboots that you were, and remakes that you were discussing. But what was interesting, I forgot because I tend to think of it as one of the good ones, um, of, of its ilk. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the reasons is because in spite of all the things, I didn't notice in the thick of it at 2013, because of how many remakes and reboots were around in Scroforum and all of that, yeah. um, the production values I always felt were a bonus with this movie. That's the way I remember them. But as I was watching it, this particular screening, I thought it does look like a music video sometimes, like this, much in the same way, like a Marcus Nispel remake mm -hmm. might, or, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. Also desaturated, but still pleasing to the eye in that, somehow simultaneously grimy yet also hd cinema way like what a lot was of their the, other reboots because marcus nispel or is it nispel yeah because he, he did texas chainsaw 2003 what yeah. was the other one he did was it friday the 13th friday the 13th right yeah. okay yeah um interesting yeah because that was 2009 okay um yeah. yeah i mean i was noticing that too because it was just like it, it really looked like because this is 2013, but it looked like it, you know, was a, like a 2009 movie. I know that that four years is probably like nothing to people, but like <laughs> there was a difference for sure. There was a difference. Yeah. But I think that like it might have been like for this movie, like I think why I had like such a 
positive response to it is because it was kind of a twist that it wasn't the same thing over. And, you know, it's kind of like almost like the effect of like what we talked about last episode with with Scream 6 of just kind of like you're seeing something like a new twist or something for the first time. And it's just like, wow, this is so fresh and amazing. But then when you start to see it again and again, the the effect might wear off for some people. So I think <laughs> that maybe this is one of the cases where I just because I already know not that this like the plot of this movie is predicated on this being a twist that it's not a remake. But it yeah. almost like it's sort of like working on a very um, uh, like sneaky level of that. Because like if you look at this movie aesthetically, it's like five friends go to a cabin. Every <laughs> single character is basically a counterpart for the original movie's cast because you have like the Shiloh I don't know his last name the guy who's Fernandez Fernandez Fernandez, who's like playing David that could essentially be like the new Ash and then his he's got his sister except it's not Cheryl this time it's uh Mia. Mia and then you've got and I don't even remember. Olivia was uh, yes. one of them, and she's kind of like the uh, the Shelley nurse. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if the the original one was a nurse, but yeah. Like, no, like no, these, no. But I, I'm just saying these characters are definitely a lot more realized. Like you know, they're they're much. They have a lot more depth than the ones that we saw in the original, with the exception of I have no idea what her name is. Natalie, <laughs> the blonde. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I actually really get a good vibe from her. I mean, it's all subtextual, yeah. but or you know, headcanon as we yeah. like to say. But for me, I get a read on her immediately that she's trying to be a good girlfriend yeah. to. Uh, I, I don't want to call him Shiloh. The whole thing uh, to David. Yeah, and um, and and uh, there's something about her vibe in the beginning just feels very. A familiar territory, like if you are dating someone and you meet their friend group for the first time and it's a really intense kind of situation, so you don't want to overstep your bounds, but you want to be helpful. But also, um, I don't know, she, I like it it felt very real to me and not, not dissected, not examined, but just existing, you know, in, in the uh, the other character's periphery, kind of like I'm almost a non character. Because the more invisible I am, the more you guys can all do whatever it is you need to do. Obviously, you have a long history (laughs) with each other. And you're not all just, like, fast friends, you know? Like, it's... And you didn't just come to this cabin, you know, to, like, visit a cabin in the woods, you know? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. Like, we're here with a... a, a, That's another thing that struck me, though. Um, You're making a lot of excuses for her. I'll just say that. No, but I liked her. I I, I really really before you before you get into the the, the side story here. What was the other guy's name? Because I I I wasn't keeping track. Eric. Eric, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I know is that he was in season one of You, like the the Penn Badgley show. He was the. uh, 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 the ex-boyfriend of like the first like season one uh, girl oh. that he was stalking. Um, so he, oh, no. yeah, he was one of like the first uh, like he was in a few episodes at the beginning there. We'll, we'll say without okay. spoiling that show for I like season him. one of um, yeah. yeah, I haven't I haven't <laughs> seen you yet, but I liked him in this. Yeah. Um, it was also it's funny because while I was watching this and it opened up. <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew not to, but somewhere in the back of my head, I realized how much my mind was expecting the cabin in the woods. <laughs> but mm, then right. things start coming to the forefront, like grief and shame and, you know, recovery. And yeah. Yeah, but there things. is there is that bit when when he's reading from the book and it just says like there needs to be like the five sacrifices and nothing yeah. like that was ever mentioned in any of the other evil dead movies and this came out after cabin in the woods um yeah. like that predates this by a year i and believe it so was, it was made many years before it was made ma- but so. nobody would have known about that so it was almost like whether like depending on like what the production time frame is like when they started doing this and that movie came out it's almost like a like a James Bond or like Austin Powers to then James Bond thing again where it's just like there <laughs> it's just like here's cabin in the woods making fun of like evil dead type movies and then yeah. like evil dead comes back and just like well we're going to make fun of the movies that make fun of us you know how do you like that <laughs> well it was funny because i was kind of like getting i think i was prepping myself like okay so there's going to be that thing with the mirror and and i'm like oh wait no that's that that's cabin in the woods and then when i started to see like what was actually unfolding before me that's when i started really appreciating in a way i think i've made some complaints much to the chagrin of a lot of uh people who listened and bounced you know or uh not bounced um uh 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 just you know clapped back at me after uh Mm. we did uh, that discussion because they were upset. Uh, I'm not upset, but because they didn't understand how I didn't love Cabin in yeah. the Woods. And I think the I reason didn't, is... Uh, yeah, I didn't either. I just... Yeah. You know. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was smart. But again, like, I need guts and heart. And I felt like Cabin in the Woods was mostly mind. With Evil Dead... The, with, yeah, with Evil Dead 2013. I feel like um, because of the things that I mentioned um, and because of the way we... A lot of people complained at the time, I remember, of its release and for, you know, maybe a year or two afterward. I remember hearing a lot of people disliking this in retrospect because it tried to, in some people's eyes who were fans of the Evil Dead franchise, attach meaning to things where they didn't need to be attached. And I felt like that was a strength, a strength of this movie, especially at this fourth chapter in the franchise, which is no longer kind of like following a consecutive timeline we've jumped ahead several years we are absent our usual leading man um and even the nature of the attacks sometimes is incredibly familiar to me and you know for the as far as the franchise is concerned and the kind of scares they go for the kind of ridiculosity that manifests you know before you that's entertaining but dark but then there's also things that feel so incredibly brutal and intentional and i think hit more on like say uh a hills have eyes reboot or something like i mean particularly uh because of uh they restage and reimagine the attack uh on uh the you know the the sister character in this case yeah. yeah in this case it's it's uh mia and because jane levy is and I'm gonna call her Levy and just assume that because I called Eugene Levy Levy for a long time and then found out via <laughs> Den Levy it's Levy so I'm assuming Jane Levy is you know they're all family yeah. um, but she, <laughs> but Jane Levy um, they just didn't she, invite I, her she, to be on Shit's Creek that's that's the only problem. I know yeah. that's a shame <laughs> but she's um, there's a lot of people didn't get invited onto Shit's Creek that I think they still could <laughs> be running and still be inviting people who are awesome onto yeah. that show but anyway she she could be one of them but um. 
She is, I think this is the first time I saw her in anything. And if it wasn't, it was the first time I took notice of her yeah. um, prior to Don't Breathe. And I, and I remembered thinking, who is this fucking badass? Even before she did anything, I loved the way she played uh, an addict who was reaching for recovery. I loved the way... She just, she reminded me of friends of mine who struggle with addiction, who have this incredible frankness with which they deliver whatever it is that they say to you, you know, mm. they, that you know you're getting the truth and it's not harsh, but it's also not cushioned, you know, with any kind of like, yeah, uh, polite, politeness or civility. It's just kind of like, this is the way things are. And I, I don't know, I appreciated that. Yeah. Before we go any I, further, I was going to ask you, yeah. are you doing a premise? I have one. Okay. I don't even remember <laughs> if we I, did a premise last uh We didn't. Episode. I had one, but yeah. we were also there were three of us and I knew that we were all gonna be talking for a long time. Yeah. So I figured, eh, people have seen it. And that was a new movie, but this one yeah. is an older movie. Because so. I know because you yeah, in you, honor you you love doing your premises, so let's Do I? Okay. Well, I, I believe so because you we never did them originally and then you're just kinda like yeah, I'm going to do this now. And actually, no, you the asked e- me to the, do this. No, the, and the Evil Dead. <laughs> no. no, the Evil Dead. I, no, because it started off as a synopsis. It started off as a synopsis, but no, I didn't. Did I take the initiative? I don't think I did. Did I? I don't think I did. <laughs> Am I the okay. drama? <laughs> No, I don't. All I was gonna say was that (laughs) the the Evil Dead, like the that episode, was the first time you did a premise, and and it was also the first episode where we kind of well, the first episode where we really clashed on the the uh, yeah the the cherry picker rules, which then brought about the well because we didn't have rules and then we created them. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, whatever. In in any event. I don't remember it being my idea, but I'll do it. Sure, I, I did it this time. No, so I think it was suggested by by viewers slash listeners, and then you're like, "Oh my god, that's oh, a capital idea!" And you, and I you, don't, I don't know if I was that I, enthusiastic, but I think well, you we had so much then? going on. Yeah. No, because you had so much going on that it was like, "Okay, I'll do it." And if it's if it's requested, yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah. it was requested by. The viewers, you delivered the message to me because they didn't, they weren't making that request toward me. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, cool. I'll no one wants to yeah, hear me do a premise. It's not, uh, I do, but um, I'll still write it, but I want to hear you deliver oh, okay. it. But I'll deliver this one. All right. <clears throat> okay. Date. Oh, De- Dez is mewing at me. Don't, don't ruin the premise. Hey. There are cats in this movie. <laughs> there are cats. <laughs> you want to end up like the cat in Evil Dead 2013? She's coming over here. Yeah. She's No, she's doing laps. Anyway, she's just kind of restless. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I'm going to do it. <clears throat> David, his drug-addicted sister, Mia, his old friends, Eric and Olivia, and his girlfriend, Natalie... Travel to an isolated cabin to aid Mia in her drug withdrawals and her path to abstinence. When they discover the Necronomicon in a hidden cellar, Eric can't resist reading it aloud and unintentionally summoning some... Evil Dead. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think we spelled out that much just yeah. with our talk anyway. But um it's just but, a before formality, we, you know. Yeah, but before yeah. we continue with like the body of it and everything like that, one thing I really, really do appreciate is the opening. I had compl- I always forget the misdirect of this opening sequence. Yeah. It feels like that for me. Because we start with just like number one, a girl who seems to be a victim. And then we realize that these horrible men <laughs> who were like pulling a sack over her head and pinning her down and they even already kind of allude to the tree thing coming later um, with a shot of her on the ground as they're both kind of like on top of her wrestling and I, and it looks like her skirt's riding up a little bit it makes me very uncomfortable and um and then th- I think the misdirect really comes with you know when we realize that oh she's already been infected they don't because uh, at first I thought oh my god do they just think she is like is this like ye old I don't yeah. know forest. We're, we're still we're still back in Army of Darkness days, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, or so, somewhere maybe yeah. closer to like Pioneer times or something. Yeah. I got <laughs> some weird Puritan vibes from them. Like maybe they they you know around the time of the witch. Who knows? Or something. I mean, maybe there's like someone has done a like a timeline video on YouTube of just like uh, yeah. every every Evil Dead scene and where it where it falls in the canon. I, I'd be interested. Yeah. yeah, put it on a T-shirt. I'll wear it. But um. <laughs> So anyway, uh, but also just uh, that's the first time, glimpse we get of kind of like what it looks like the the manifestation of her uh, kind of deadite self right. and the the newness with which we <laughs> get that because it doesn't necessarily look like the deadites of yesteryear, but um, I'm fine with it. You know, like it's it's because that's another thing. It's not so realistic that it's like off putting, but it's also. It's, it's, I don't know. I think it's well done, but it's also kind of, I don't know, like anime design kind of like, or I don't, I don't, do you know what I mean? Like it looks traced almost like, you know, they, like they trace the, the eyes out to really, really pronounce them. And you can see even the, the contacts that they're wearing to change their eye color. Yeah. I mean, I think that the old Sam Raimi movies had like a very homemade, look to uh-huh. them just in terms of the effects yeah so this this does have its especially own the first one style oh that yeah, first one especially weren't the they using one. like cream of corn or something at one point cream of wheat <laughs> cream of wheat cream yes. of wheat it's so good to eat go um, down to the cellar and get some cream of wheat wheat but uh <laughs> That's another thing. I I love yeah. the fact that there's um there's those are the first kind of clues that like this isn't uh, a remake. Is that like when they discover the cellar? Not only is the cellar hidden, like somebody you know was there before and you know contained something and knew, but but some shit went down. There is a blood trail yeah. leading, you know, like somebody got dragged, you know, to their 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 never again down there i thought that was yeah. nice there are a bunch of things that also well i mean there's also the old movie though the, like, the, yeah the car is like junked out yeah. back of the cabin and she's sitting on it and drawing right so yeah. and that actually begs the question is like wasn't the car transported back uh to like army of darkness era that's what they want you to think so now it's it's <laughs> so that never happened even though we saw he used it in the movie as a yeah, so it just like magically is back in 2013. Maybe explain that, explain that to it's, me. It's the magic of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
Maybe that car is is has an interdimensional twin, and yeah. there and we got a trade off. Maybe like we got like also a really goofy uh, Ash from another dimension that swapped, and so maybe that's why they. Or maybe it's like a multiverse. They... Yeah. 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 yeah so sure. maybe that that that's not that car, yeah. but it's that car from a, a parallel universe. So there you yeah. go. There's the answer to your question, okay. boy. But uh, <laughs> I appreciated the presence, the introduction of the electric knife when I think it's Natalie is carving with it. She's carving meat with it. And I'm just kind of thinking like, oh, oh, oh I know what they're going to use that for. Yeah, um, they have the nail gun. And, uh, yeah. Um, Every, everything kind of. All, all fun stuff. Up, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Okay, how do you feel? Because you already kind of expressed your opinion about Natalie. How do you feel about Eric? Eric if was you like, have any opinion? I mean, Eric was like, he, because this movie's not funny, per se. Like, it's, it's, mm. it does not have the, like, the camp value. But I mean, like, I think that, like, the humor that he was bringing to it, because it was just very subtle. Because he was, like, kind of the one that would just, like, you know, I forget, like, the specific lines that he said. But he was just kind of, like, the one pointing out the irony of the situation and stuff. While everyone else was just, like, you know, either skeptical or just, like, okay, we need to do this. And he's just, like, hello? Like, like what the fuck? So I actually like him. <laughs> Even though he's the reason that, like, the whole... I mean, someone's gotta be, but you don't, that's the thing, (laughs) these these movies, like, it's so hard to, like, like, can you, like, pinpoint it and just say, like, oh, because he read from the book, or is just the fact that they're there? causes it because we've seen how like the canon works in the past like you were you were complaining how in army of darkness sheila uh played by uh cherry picker favorite uh ambeth davids (laughs) yes was yeah was the first uh human to ever come back from yeah. from you know being a deadite and that's just like I you know I call like bull- I call bullshit but now it's just something that they do all the time and it's just like where do you even clock like the transference of like demonic energy into the person because it's just like we've seen it before where like someone might get like bonked on the head or like pushed into a wall because uh, that's <laughs> like what happened to that one guy in in Evil Dead Two who's also another blonde person whose name I can't remember. Um, welcome to the Evil Dead franchise. <laughs> when he's like, he's laying on the couch, he's got that like bandage on his head, and then he just pops up and right. he's a deadite. So it's just like, what he was like, he was literally pushed into a picture frame. I think that's what it was. Well, but so where that where, bothers me, that bothers me less because sometimes it's almost as though like if you're left alone, like the thing yeah. can just kind of find you. You don't have to necessarily die yeah. to be possessed. But what bothered me was the coming back. Just cause it felt like a, the ending of a fairy tale that I don't want to have read to me at bedtime, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this one, there's a coming back, but at least it's you know uh, there's some effort behind it as far as establishing it, like in the lore, like it comes straight from the book, yeah. and they're not even certain <laughs> it's going to work. At one point, I think David asks Eric, like, "Are you sure?" And Eric, this is one thing I like about Eric. Mm-hmm. He looks at him like, "Sure." No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about any of this. I'm just trying to make sense of it. And, you know, whatever. But I mean, the thing is, like, personally, to answer my own question about Eric, because I had I, I I went in with a with a question mark over my head about him. Uh, 
because I have a friend who hates him and who hates the actor who plays him. And I don't didn't have I found does I he know him personally? Either. No, he just thinks he's a bad actor. And I'm like, I think there's something about him that must remind you of someone else, like an actor that just kind yeah. of like puts you off or something. <laughs> but um, for me. Um, I thought he did a good job, and also I, th- I, I, the thing about the character for me is usually this is this would be like prime cherry picker material because he's kind of the reason on screen, the on screen presence reason yeah. that all of this happens because he. Uh, bottom line, I find a nasty book wrapped in a trash bag with barbed wire. I'm not unboxing it, you know? I'm not <laughs> even if I were and even if I were stupid enough to do it, once I see that it's bound in human flesh, I'm I'm done. I'm out. I'm putting it back. I'm leaving yeah. and if I can, I'm I finding mean, a way are and you I'm even hoping walking I ne- into the the cellar of like dead cats being like hung up from the cell. Like that's that's another thing. It's just like that's almost like like, even if you went into the woods and saw, like, the Blair Witch with the little stick things hanging there, like, I feel like no, you would, like, turn no. around and run the other way. So you put Absolutely. cats there, you know, like... No, no, you put cats in the situation. First first sign of a dead cat, I'm out. I'm like, yeah. nope! No, thank you! I have a very cat-like energy, so, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to attract this. I'm going to go home and have an edible and hope I never think of this again. But, um... <laughs> but <laughs> I hope... As I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, like, okay, so Eric's an idiot because there's no reason to fucking read this book. Yeah. Um, with the, and I, I did, even though I did appreciate the incorporation of Kunda, you know, yeah. but, um, even though I think its placement was weird, I think he said some more stuff afterwards. Whereas when What's Her Name in Book of the Dead read it, it was the last thing she said to try and, but that, I guess when you're summoning it, it's different than when you're, Trying to send it away. I don't know. I don't remember what the spell is. I have. Don't um, ask me about the mythology of of this series. It's <laughs> it's Greek to me, <laughs> right? Yeah. But um, I I do have to say that Eric ends up kind of. I don't know if it's I would call it necessarily even redeeming himself, but he makes him he make, he he graduates from being the kind of character that I'm going to roll my eyes out and go like fuck you and I hope you die. Because he actually does seem at least in a position to atone for what he did. Like, he chooses that position. He comes clean with David. It's a little late for it, but at least he does. And then he proactively does the best he can to kind of, like, clean it up. Now, the reason it it doesn't make me excuse him entirely is because part of his plan involves killing the friend who they all went out there to help detox and, <laughs> and, and go through her withdrawals from, you know, yeah. uh, 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 her drug addiction. Now let's kill her. I'm going to do what needs to be done. And he says it, it when, when he's saying it in that particular exchange with David, yeah. he's so kind of self-righteous at that moment where I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, so now you're going to kill your friend. Good for you. Yeah. Good for Wasn't, you, Wasn't and you, Scotty is like the kind of like the counterpart of the original and uh, I th- wasn't, yeah. he was your cherry picker in that. Um, yeah, but he wasn't my real choice. He wasn't your – yeah, because you, you were uh, bending the rules. Uh, but uh, There were no rules to be bent. There, Go on. Okay. Any, <laughs> there anyway. were never any rules established before that episode. I think it was just logic. Go on. It was just logical. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> No, I was just – because it, it just makes sense that you would uh, immediately kind of like hone in on him and just be like – 
you. I don't. I like you the least because you know reasons. No, um, I, I know who I like the least. I know who I like the least in this movie. Oh, shall I share it with you? <laughs> Is this going to be a spoiler for later? Uh, I mean, maybe, but who cares? Okay, um, you're like fuck it. Let's. let's yeah, fuck it. We're, yeah. It's a discussion. Okay. No, because it it really t- it it it. Because this movie is not really owned by any one character, obviously there's a final girl and obviously yeah. she's kind of set up to be that way. She's the only one who kind of has like a doppelganger who's taunting I her mean, the whole time. I mean, I would argue that she's set up. That that was kind of a twist for me, but go mm-hmm. go on. I think she is, but at the same time, yeah. she's, there's a large part of the movie where she is not on screen. She's just mm-hmm. kind of like, there she is in the cellar still. And I mean, Jane Levy's doing an incredible job sitting there doing her, <laughs> yeah. or whatever she's doing, um, looking very goblin-esque and just going for okay, it. Okay, oh wait, wait, God, okay, 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 spill though. Who do you hate? Who do I hate is Olivia. Okay. Because this is the thing. Um, I'm a Virgo. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the pod before. <laughs> One thing about Virgos is we do like to be in charge of the way things are carried out and everything like that because we we think things out. We're strategic. We do, you know, kind of like think about like the plan A, the plan B, and the plan C. Um, but not too much because we don't want to upset the plan A. <laughs> anyway, we're also really, really good at working under people, you know, who like ha- are in a position of authority if we respect them and if they're competent. Olivia is the perfect example of somebody I would never want to be subordinate to because she's not competent, but she is confident. And I don't like that. She's swears up and down that she knows what's best for Mia, she seems to live under the delusion, even though she is a nurse, that you can somehow control someone into sobriety, which is just not, it's not the case. It's not on screen or off screen. And she's, she's the, for me, she's the real reason the movie happens because if they all would have listened to Mia and just tried to leave, they maybe would have stood up. I mean, it, it, it would probably would have just turned out the way all the other movies do, but at least they all would have been on the same side. But she is like this force that keeps like conflicting she's the one who there she's the naysayer she's the she's the one who has the best idea she's she they're like we need to get her to a hospital she would get the exact same treatment from you know i'm giving her the exact same treatment she would get in a hospital and i'm just like no fuck you and that's actually one thing that makes me like natalie because at one point she claps back at olivia which is just kind of like i think like olivia's going and she's just kind of like We've been doing everything you've been, I don't remember what the exact line is, but she says something like, we've been everything you doing everything you've been saying up until this point, and look where it's got us. That's basically like the conceit. And yeah, um, so by the point, by the time Olivia starts getting all, you know, jer- herky-jerky and, you know, g- cranky-wanky with her neck and, <laughs> you know, the ring girl coming out of the TV and everything, um... I start to kind of feel like, yeah, bitch. That and and not bitch because she's you know female, but bitch because I'd say it if she were the guy, a guy, if it were 
what's no, what's the male version of edward nobody <laughs> nobody cares it's okay no but what's a no what's a male version of a word of the name olivia olivio i don't know uh, <laughs> um olivier ollie if it were uh, if it were oliver if it were oliver, <laughs> oliver. I'd, I'd just be like yeah bitch oliver yeah. because i don't i don't like people, oliver yeah i don't like people who profess mm. to be you know that much in control of like the the situation or other people when clearly it's been out of your control from the beginning like we're talking about someone's sobriety you can't you can't force them into that all i got out of that rant is that (laughs) okay so clearly olivia is not a virgo (laughs) or maybe she is though you're just you're just a self-hating no, Virgo. it's not a no because Virgos actually tend yeah. to get along really, really well with each other. Anytime I meet somebody with my birthday, which is often, I have the second most common birthday. Um, is that a anytime thing? I meet somebody with, it's a thing. But uh, so it's because of the time of year because it's cold. <laughs> or was just like what? What's like Valentine's Day? Because you know, like maybe like a lot of couples get together and eh, kind of, but also also you know wintry. Because I mean, I was premature too. Yeah. Like I was I was supposed to be actually no. I guess that I guess that Valentine's child. babies would be Scorpios. I've heard that. There's like a, a meme. Like don't you know? Don't fuck on, on Valentine's Day unless you want to squirt. Yeah. So it's more like around like uh, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. yeah. I can't do math. I can't math. Like a New Year's. Anyway, a New um, Year's. Yeah, because that makes sense. Because like what you're like September is Virgo yeah. season. So yeah, nine months, nine month pregnancy. So like, yeah, New New Year's yeah. babies. Get the, it's cold. Because it's cold. Yeah. Anyway, this is our, this is our uh, Zodiac portion of the, the Yeah, episode. right, right. But, but um, no, so uh, but if she if she were a Virgo, maybe she's a Virgo ruled by many other houses. Because uh, I'd like to think that when I'm in charge, <laughs> I'm in charge. But I'd also like to think that if you should I ask the, the actress, um, just just be like, so when you were doing preparation for the role, <laughs> did which, you think what zodiac sign did you envision yourself in, and what were all your That's houses not- in? <laughs> I don't know if that's something actors always do unless you're like, you know, playing Monica from Friends. You're obviously a Virgo, but I bet Courtney Cox might know that. But anyway, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that pisses me off. Um, but again, like, okay. The aftermath of like the tree scene and everything like that, because I don't want to like linger on that. But the aftermath when she's back in the room, Jane Levy, when she's. Still herself, mm. but she's doing that thing <laughs> where she's kind of, you know, huddled in the corner. And I think it was in the trailer the for the for the movie before yeah. it came out. Where she was just in there and she was whisper, just whispering to David. And yeah. something followed me back from the woods. And I think it's still here <laughs> with us. <laughs> and it is so incredibly... Like my favorite version of camp because she is committed out the wazoo. There is no denial of that, but it is so huge. And I, I couldn't ask for anything more. I would, I like, she should have gotten some kind of award for, for that scene alone because that's hard to do that without At this looking point. Ridiculous. I think that I think like not being acknowledged by the Academy Awards is an award in and of itself. It's just like, oh, well, okay. I'm not. Not the we're Academy not, we're not Awards, cool enough like, to sit with you? Okay, you know. 
Yeah, no. I don't fuck know why that. we're all from no. Haddonfield. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we're all from Halloween ends Haddonfield. Yeah. <laughs> East side, bitches. <laughs> we're you gonna in have bitches. some milk with your lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, uh, I think that, yes, everything to, to, to what you're saying. I mean, I I don't have, you know, the same issues with, with this character. I, because I think that the, the, the thing is that she wants to get clean. She's there. She's putting her life, so to speak, in her friend's hands. She, you know, knows that there's going to, you know, like it happens really quickly when they're just like, you know, she dumps the uh, whatever. Was it um, Coke or heroin down the like what what was what was she specifically a junkie of? Do we know? I I was I was so busy watching her. I don't even remember. I was trying to remember yeah. actually while I was setting up for this. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was pills or powder. It was, it was one powder. Or the other, but I can't remember. It was powder. It was powder. But, okay. But yeah. It's probably cocaine then. Or maybe it was. Maybe it was a little uh, but, but angel dust. No, I, like, I don't know. Yeah, but did people go, like, are there, like, <laughs> coke withdrawals? I think it, it must have been heroin. I think so. I but, mean, like, but I'm no, but to that movie, to that know. level, I mean. Anytime, I, I, anytime you're yeah. physically addicted to something, withdrawal yeah. is not going to be pretty. Yeah. So whatever it was. But, but she, maybe it was yeah. Heroin. But, like, I but, yeah. I know but my she, drugs. Yeah. <laughs> same but she like because it happened really quickly like where she was just like yeah. screaming but it started with like the smell because it's just like can you not oh. smell that and so it like but they knew what they were going through she knew what she was gonna go yeah. through so i just like i don't i don't have the same hatred towards this this poor nurse character who who is like frozen Ugh. and urinating, which like the yellowest pee ever, by the way. Like she needs to drink some water. Um, but like, no, I, I don't. I I I feel bad for for them. But, no, um, no, I don't. I don't at all. But I guess like at the, I'm really upset. Go, go, more so going back to what you said because you were had alluded to her being set up as the final girl yeah. because when i saw this i still was just of the impression that oh we're just doing the remake because everything that was happening was still happening mm. in the same way that it did in the original to the same people like cheryl gets uh attacked first same with mia she ends up getting possessed she's in the cellar uh and then yeah. it's i i think it was like shelly next and then linda was the last one who was just kind of like you know lingering around and that's kind of like the natalie character yeah. can we just can we just at this point say that natalie is just like the fourth linda <laughs> happily <laughs> yeah i would love that i'm still like bridget fonda is still forever my favorite linda uh, even though it's just like was she even like it's just because of who she is but um it's because it's bridget fonda exactly yeah. and i think and i believe it was like uh scotty and ash that were like the the last two standing so i just assumed like Mia's fucked anyway. That it like we were basically watching Sh- Shiloh Fernandez giving yeah. his rendition of of Ash Williams, and that's just what I was kind. Of, and I mean, like I was always like enjoyed the ride of it all, but I think that her coming back at that moment, like that, always was just like, huh. And I didn't believe it at first because I was just like, oh, she's just they're doing like the you know like oh, hush no. little. 
baby, don't no. say, you know, like, just, um, you know, mother uh, Henrietta or whatever, just like coming back in, right. in, in human form. And I'm just like, yeah. no, it's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. And then it was just like, well, wait, when is like the other shoe going to fall off? And it's just like, she never turned back, but it was like, almost like um, heightened to that sense because like she endured some damage. Like she had her skin like boiled off in that shower yeah, but as soon as she welts, came yeah. as soon as she was resurrected she was just like perfect you know her skin was flawless yeah. um and it's just like well, what happened reborn. to that like what happened to the uh like the the exacto knife through the tongue like what did she have like a thing where you know her tongue was like serpent you know separated i wonder like, if it somehow unmakes all of all that the deadite kind of like inflicted on her maybe yeah. it, it just kind of like gives her a clean slate and maybe that's why she's also no yeah. longer detoxing. I mean, you know? I'm not. Like maybe, I, it's like being born anew, reborn. Yeah, it's, it's not a criticism. It's just like, okay, you know, like, I guess. <laughs> well, um, it took, I, I, I agree with you because like prior to that, like uh, prior to even like her, man, you know, kind of like manifesting like her deaditism and everything like that, it didn't feel very Evil Dead franchise-like. Uh, to me um it felt so earnest and so much darker much in the vein of like a lot of reboots and remakes prior mm. to that time like around that era but one thing that i appreciated i think the first moment for me that really felt like uh okay now we're in evil dead was and also helped that it was happening to olivia um was when <laughs> mia vomited that kind of blood slush continuously yeah. all over her like in ridiculous amounts and then i felt like number one i was laughing because something horrible was happening to a character i do not like at all but also mm. <laughs> because because i was laughing at the violence for the first time in the movie i was like now i'm in an evil dead movie because yeah. it's so ridiculous it's playing to the back row it's just uh, overblown and 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 not not like not at all as earnest as like everything that has preceded and there were a lot of other moments that yeah. followed for me with that like the way he cre crafted uh, a, a homemade defibrillator yeah. to bring <laughs> to that bring was Mia well i mean like the the part where like i guess when mia comes out and like the the doors open and she screams because she's got the the shotgun like that's when the movie started to happen for me because i was still enjoying mm. the character of mia up until that point but it wasn't i wasn't getting like the camp that you got out of it i was like getting that like oh okay. here's like the dreadful like remakeness out of out of everything and um oh. there are certain things because i like you know once uh poor sweet shiloh uh departs the movie <laughs> um david it, david I, I'm, oh, shiloh. uh and then it's just and then it just becomes her yeah i was like Okay, fully on board. Like this, I love this because this was like you know this was high camp. It's raining blood, hallelujah! And this <laughs> fucking like the abomination comes out of the ground, and there's this wicked chasing, yeah. and then it's over so quickly. And I was almost getting shades of um, like Laurie versus Michael Halloween H two O, or probably as a oh, better no. no 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 as a better example like um, okay. Uh, Halloween ends Lori versus Michael. Just no! In, but no, 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 no. Listen, that's why I wanted to set H2O because it's like epic fight, but it's just like, but it's over so quickly. And that's how I felt about it. Like, it, it was almost like I needed more of her in this movie because 
Okay. Because I did think that, like, I, I, she was already, like, a write-off at that point. That yeah. she was in the cellar, and it was just sort of like we were following him. And not to say that, like, Shiloh uh, Fernandez, or is it Hernandez? Fernandez? Fur. Nandez, Fur. Yeah. Nandez, you know, doesn't have, like, the charisma to, to like, carry the movie. But I was just, you know, I was always kind of like, eh, like... I'm not. Yeah. He's. I'm not getting he's enough not, from him to. No, like, you he's know. not quite Bruce Campbell. I I no. agree with you there. As um, far as like carrying it, oh, carrying it over to the point where I can empathize with him, because also yeah. I feel like he was dumber than Ash in certain situations because he kept denying what was going on. Also, yeah, that was he another was thing that. Him. And I I, appre- I appreciated that too, though. I appreciated the fact yeah. that every one of the char- well, that the the three characters really, because I I liked Mia pretty much consistently, and I liked Natalie pretty consistently. But the other three, I liked the fact that I didn't like a lot of things that they did. And you know, really can't yeah. stand Olivia. But at the same time, there are moments where I'm just kind of like. Oh, that's okay. interesting. But anyway, yeah. what? Uh, so, you know, what I was saying is, like, what I would have loved is, like, obviously more Mia, but I also, you know, sure. didn't like the fact that, you know, here we have, since we've been following this the, uh, David character for so long, it's yeah. almost like once he became not relevant anymore, they, like, quickly killed him off. And what I would have appreciated if it was kind of like a sibling thing and the two of them actually overcame this together because you know we've discussed this so many times before like i love sibling final couples yeah. you know just like you know like uh, going back as far as um trish and tommy in friday final chapter you know like i live for that shit i wanted to see you know that's why i just like i didn't like that she was absent from the movie for so long, like, and we were just following him. I would have appreciated more of like her perspective of the whole thing, because I think what would have been an interesting angle is as like how this is kind of like uh, on, on the subtext of everything. Uh, she's going through withdrawals. This is like a battle against her drug addiction. Why did we not see that movie of like her, demons sort of like battling the demons that you know possessed her to see like which one was stronger sort of thing and that's how she kind of defeated it on rather than having her brother you know i know that you like this put together this defibrillator and then bring her back Mm -hmm. only for him to then just killed off like it would have been it would have been more interesting if there was more of like an internal battle on her part that we got to see throughout the movie because i think that Mm. she is such a great final girl like we talk yeah. about the final girl ranking that we did on the Cherry Picker After Dark. Subscribe to the Patreon, my Patreon, so you can so you can watch that episode where we where we ranked like fucking eighty final yeah. girls. But she did really well because I mean because I, admittedly we haven't seen this in, in a long time, but she left an impression, um, mm-hmm. and it's just like that impression is in that fucking like that last ten minutes of the movie, because um, this mm. is a short movie. This like but like. As the credits start to roll, it is um, an hour and 26 minutes, I believe. Yeah. So. Something. It's, yeah. She left an impression at, at, at the end there. Like, I would have loved for her to be in this more, to have more to do, to have that relationship between the siblings be more of a focal point. Because I think that, you know, the relationship that he had with the other characters was kind of, you know, got equal uh, footing throughout the entire movie um it wasn't until like really like you know at the beginning parts and then 
at the end when he resurrected her that we really got to see it and then he was gone. Well, I mean, yeah, we do see it. I mean, we we only really get to see him connect with her uh, like a couple times but they're always they always seem to be private conversations whereas yeah. like with the other people it it it, 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 it seems less intense even if they are uh just two person conversations they don't seem like private they don't seem yeah. you know like they're really going to unpack like that's one of the things that i actually appreciated about olivia was the fact that when she was alone with Eric talking about David, he was kind of resenting David for not being around. And she pointed out to him, like, so she said something like, you know, you still love him or you still care about him or something like that. Like, they used to be good friends. And then all yeah. of a sudden he fell off the face of the earth uh, because his, uh, we don't, and we never do. That's one thing I, I, I don't entirely agree with you that I need all of that, but it would have been interesting to find out exactly how abuse abusive was his mother to him and how much of that was really what drove him away or was it just his inability to deal with the situation because some people just can't and they feel like you know what you'd be better off with me out of the picture um so i don't know i I got kind of both a sense of both from him and it'd be nice to kind of get an answer to the question i mean it's interesting that that, because we we already mentioned marcus nispel and friday the 13th 2009 another Mm -hmm. friday the 13th movie where there's a sibling uh final duo and not that i think that any of those characters of those two on their own are really you know breaking any new ground or that memorable or that great but I still like their drive to sort of like mm-hmm. like the Jared Padalecki's character to find his sister like that had more momentum and force in it than like whatever the fucking like we got from these characters in this movie of their relationship. That's not to say that like separately they didn't do a better job, but it just like you know it really was it like I said it wasn't really till the end that everything that like I loved about this movie just like came back to me and it just like seeing how short played it was I was a little disappointed oh, wow. at that wow cuz for me I actually prefer this brother sister dynamic in Evil Dead 2013 to the Jared Padalecki and um yeah. what is her name I can't remember right now um the actress's name Whitney. is Amanda Rigetti but the character's name Amanda is Rigetti Whit- yeah Whitney and Whitney, Clay Miller that's- um, Whitney and Clay. I don't, I, they're yeah, not. Okay. No, I'm not saying that they're a great brother <laughs> no, sister either, duo. But, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, I remember that. Like, I remember them as like uh, siblings. I remember like that being uh, his entire purpose in that movie. Whereas this, no, like, was, not to but, say that yeah. it wasn't his purpose, like to to uh, like save his sister, but it just felt like more. Like the kind of like the impetus of, you know, the the entire story of just like what was happening was more of just like a survival thing because it was just got to a point where just like they're getting the like the Natalie character who you love so much is like shooting nails at them. And I'm just more focused on like that. It's just like they're getting like in the arms and the legs. Then he's getting beaten. The friend Eric with with the crowbar, like not that that's bad, like, you know, great, like, that's, you know, satisfying, you know, the, the bloodlust, but there wasn't, like, 
the the whole sibling thing was just kind of like forgotten about for me at that point. See, I, I just I, well, I mean, I don't know about forgotten about, but sidelined, sure. But uh, but I didn't. Again, it didn't yeah. bother me because like first, also just like the the exchange that they had at the be- the exchanges that they had in the beginning between David and Mia, <laughs> and uh, like one of my favorite moments that I had forgotten about is just yeah. when uh, she starts talking. She starts remembering their mother, and he's just kind of like. Oh, well, it says something to the effect of like, oh, well, you know what? You don't have to have those kind of bad thoughts anymore right now. You know, well, you're all about yeah. to give And she's like, and, and she says, mom's not a bad one. Yeah. And, and that even, that ended up becoming, it, it, at first of all, it was resonant with me just because, number one, again, that directness she was speaking with, just kind of yeah. like, let me go where I need to go. Let me express what I need to express. Like the the, the, the the very nature of me not using anymore means that I'm not going to be able to divine myself from the bullshit. So you need to kind of like, let me be and just kind of be okay with it instead of trying yeah. to correct me or keep me on track or whatever like that. Um, but later when he started discussing like the fact that their mother uh, had this mental illness and again like you know cinematic depictions of like what mental illness is like the, the fact that it doesn't ever get explained or there's never like a, a a word about a diagnosis that she had like a condition a specific yeah. specific thing she was just kind of crazy and screaming things but i can understand how that could be a trigger for him when she starts when everybody around him starts to lose it yeah. but um uh, just these figures of aggression who are supposed to be the people he's close to or whatever, even, yeah. you know, his girlfriend, his sister, his old friends. But, um, what, what, what the thing why, why I think we'll, we can really dig into Friday the 13th, 2009 when, when, uh, we do that pod. But, um, for this one, cause I, mm. I have a lot to say, but for this one, what I will say about why I think I champion this, uh, sibling dynamic over that yeah. one, um, as far as this movie Look, is don't put words in my mouth. I don't champion that one over anything. I just remember it more. No, I'm saying, I'm saying I didn't say anything about you, darling. I said I champion it. Listen, so, hon, the reason I do. Listen, hon, I know, I know sweetie. how you, I know how you work. You, you, you put these little words in there that that you know shift things around. It must be a Virgo thing. I don't know. No, but, dear, <laughs> no, you're being a total Scorpio right now. Anyway, okay. So. <laughs> This is fun. But no, um, okay. No, the, the reason I champion this sibling dynamic, okay. uh, speaking I statements, um, is because um, the, the fact that he goes to the lengths that he does to try and save her makes absolute sense to me. Because uh, within the framework of like a grim fairy tale, or, you know, because that's what this kind of feels like, a contemporary fairy tale. Yeah. It goes very, very dark. But um, the fact that he goes to those lengths to try and, like, kill her so he can bring her back and, you know, cure yeah. her of this dead this deaditism, the necronomicon-amenomenomenism. Yeah. And, uh, and renew, you know, give her, like, a renewed chance at life, which is what exactly what ends up happening to her. Yeah. Um, I, I like the fact that it's not just, you know, she doesn't just Sheila her. Like in Army of Darkness, it's not like the guy comes in and like, you know, with the sword and, and kills the thing and then she's okay. It's You found me beautiful once. Exactly. It's not like that. that. Yeah. It's yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's much more about like the fact that he was not there for her. He abandoned her when she was a child, it sounds mm-hmm. like, uh, with their mother who needed some kind of uh facility or her you know mm. he- health care that was going to intervene 
and um, her her older brother, who was supposed to be there to protect her, was was no, was completely absent and just taking care of himself, and had seemingly forgotten about her, possibly driving her. Or being at least a trigger toward, or I don't know if it's a trigger, but like being a, an influence toward, you know, some kind of substance abuse or something like that. So that yeah. if he can do something for her and be there in a way, show up for her in a way that he never has before in their lives, because they've never really been adults and never dealt with these dire things together. Um if he can just get that for her, then maybe he can redeem himself in his own eyes, or at least maybe it's a step. I appreciate that. And then what I really appreciate is when she comes back and it's clear that it's her, the movie could be over, but it's not because what ends up creeping back up on him is the outlier, the thing that he didn't think strategically ahead, like, oh, this thing could come back to bite me in the ass in the form of Eric when he dies. Because what happens when you die in that house? You come back as a deadite for sure. So when Eric comes back and gives him, is it the box cutter? It's the same box cutter, isn't it? In the ni- in the neck? It was something whatever, sharp. It was, it was fatal. Something sharp. Yeah. That box cutter's everywhere. But he, yeah. he gets him something, yeah, cuts, cuts in the neck, knows that he's done for, and basically knows that he has to blow the shit up but the thing that I got from that moment when he shuts the door on Mia and she's just screaming for him and everything like that was something that felt very, very true. Moment of sacrifice. Again, like, kind of like, I'm, I, I, th- this is all because I didn't believe you. So, you know what? I'm going to wipe it out. And because I can't help you anymore, I'm going and pretty soon I'll be a deadite. So I have to take myself out of the situation and hopefully, you know, you'll make it. You'll stand a better chance without me at this point. And just the, and the way again, the way Jen, Jane Levy gives that performance, just screaming, banging against the door. Mm. So incredibly uh, 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 raw. And, anyway. And so again, yeah. something you don't think about with this, with this let's, movie. Oh, anyway. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the, the final battle. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, you know, that's. I like it. Yeah. I love it. I fucking like, okay. <laughs> it's just not long enough for you. It's not long. No, it's not long enough, but it's just like everything that's happening here. This is like, it, it almost like to me feels like. Because I don't think you're like a big gamer, and I'm not, but I just like it's very Resident Evil video game, uh, like boss battle to me, and that's what I love about uh-huh. it. And just like yes, the drama and the theatrics of of the rain, but it does that thing which the Evil Dead movies tend to do already, because we already saw it with like the box cutter and things. But like that machete going through the shelf and just kind of like slicing oh. into her knee and then like when yes. it slowly like because it goes in quick and then slowly pulls out oh, yes, and I can pain. it's something so visceral about that like I can feel mm-hmm. it um, yeah. but I just yeah like the resourcefulness in, in that moment too just like the yeah. like breaking out through the the side of the the wall and just like how it kind of like ends up under the jeep and then losing the hand and just like literally like ripping the hand off like all yes. that I, I love like it's just like almost yeah. like guess I don't need that anymore and there's your homage to Bruce Campbell as well you know like we don't actually need Bruce Campbell in this movie we just need like a severed no. hand and like a, a, yeah. a different variation of it so i mean all yeah. that i love and then we also get the the classic one liner uh feast on this 
or just she's she delivers it in a very <laughs> nuanced way that you probably remember. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, well, <laughs> then what's the point of having you here? You know, you just did it. <laughs> but I didn't do it. But, um, I didn't do the thing. You know, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm not. You can't just put quarters in me and get get something. <laughs> but, All right. Um, <laughs> if you wouldn't have gone anyway after I shared my very personal connection to the sibling <laughs> dynamic, then maybe. But no, I'm not doing it now. I'm hurt. But <laughs> no. But um, there also like tiny things in this film that I appreciate. Like I really you you bringing up the rhythm of like the machete going through the boards and everything like that because the machete has intention. You know, like when it when it drags out slowly, like oh, I know I hit you, so there we go. Yeah. But also, it, it's it's one of those situations that um, is so incredibly engrossing because the the way the way she reacts is the way. Like a, a lot of people are piling on the scream movies now for particularly screevy and like you know the the escalation of like the wounds that people can you know, become prey to and, and then just kind of like shake it off and grab a Starbucks after. (laughs) But um, I like the fact that like, if you get cut with a knife, you're going to freak out because not only does it hurt, it's scary. It is scary to get somebody slash at you with something sharp, cut you and see yourself starting to bleed out. That shit is freaky and it doesn't have to be mortality. It can just be, Oh, 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 and I'm bleeding. Fuck me. You know, like panic and everything that she is giving. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to be mortal wounds that they're inflicting on you. It, and it, they don't even have to be like stabbing you in the gut or, you know, like dra- <laughs> dragging a knife or anything like that. It can literally be a cut over, a, you know, a surface level of your skin, but it hurts. It's jagged. Yeah. It's it's musty. You're already scared and cramped and everything like that. I love that. But even the 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 things that set the stage for things like that, like more ways this film distinguishes itself from from in the franchise within the franchise yeah. that I like are just like um, little things like when David goes into the cellar uh, to retrieve Mia and the light passes over the box cutter. And then the and and the camera doesn't move. I don't believe. And then the the light moves because I think he has a flashlight. He shifts mm. the flashlight, and then the 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 light just kind of falls back on the same place. And you notice that the box cutter is missing, and you don't even see the hand take it. Mm. And there's another moment that was similar to that where Fede, Fede Alvarez, I felt, was playing with the camera just in terms of like uh, he's shoveling. Uh, David is shoveling dirt on top of Mia when she's got the plastic bag over her head mm-hmm. and the camera is like to shovel pan right to Mia uh, mm-hmm. laying there with her eyes closed pan left to the shovel pan right to Mia's eyes are open and I don't mm-hmm. know just little things like that little candy kisses that yeah. I just you know that just kind of like I like to follow through this movie it's as it were I mean it's upsetting that Especially with the success of this movie, because as far as I know, like like we were talking about earlier, it was very successful. Yeah. Why there wasn't a follow-up? Because there was always talk about doing a, mm-hmm. if not immediate, but like soon after. Again, that was back 10 years ago where, yeah. I mean, Avengers was just happening uh, in like 2012. Yeah. So I don't think that like 
everyone else kind of like hopped on the bandwagon of like having big franchises and stuff. It's not like now where it's just like you got one Halloween movie, you got to do two more. Or you get one screen movie, mm-hmm. you got to do two more after that. So it's just like it's mm-hmm. they probably weren't thinking uh, just studios of, of that. But it's just like I would have loved to see Fede Alvarez come back and and mm-hmm. Mia and like more Mia, just like Mia in another movie. Um, and it's upsetting because I, I don't like I don't I doubt we'll ever see her again. But I do mm-hmm. kind of maybe we can uh, for the uh, remainder of this episode, just kind of like talk about. Evil Dead Rise and just like kind of like expectations there because um, like I already said at the top of this podcast of just how this this franchise is a very I don't want to say like anti-feminist but it kind of is uh, with the exception (laughs) of this um, entry just because of Mia because I mean like especially speaking uh, specifically of Army of Darkness and characters like Sheila Mm. and of course like the the first Evil Dead movie where it's just like all of the women are just kind of like the first to get picked off one by one. And mm-hmm. the same thing with like in Evil Dead 2, the character Annie was her name is just like the ineffectual like heroine by the end of the story. So it's just like this is not a, a like a strong <laughs> like uh, female led franchise by any means and we have the new movie coming out which i mean i don't know a whole lot about it but it's female led that's all Mm -hmm. i can i i can really say and um i know we this this has been discussed uh well we've talked about it but there there was a recent screening i guess it was the it was the it was the premiere like the the film festival premiere and like the director was there and and the actors and Bruce Campbell because he's a producer and yeah. Sam Sam Raimi as well and everyone at the when the, the movie was over and they had like the panel up there and everyone was applauding and then <laughs> one guy stands up and he's just like your movie fucking sucks and and yeah. they're like what and everyone started booing him and he just like started walking out and turned around and like flipped them off and Bruce Campbell's just like get the fuck out of here yes like, and then why are you even here? why are you even here <laughs> and i'm just wondering like what cuz it's from everything that we've heard so far and i mean i'm not going to take like someone like you know word of mouth as a sure thing that the movie is successful or like will be good um but it seems it's it's been praised you know from the the people who have seen it so i'm just curious oh, is like what it, what this particular person <laughs> just like maybe it was like very female driven and he's just like no i don't want that i want my like um what's the line that she says in tenebrae the hairy macho bullshit i want to see the i want to see the like the, the bruce campbell's failing upwards um, yeah, I don't want any of this. <laughs> Show me a dumb white guy just making it through, cuz. Because I relate to that. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, um no, um I, I don't know. I mean, I I you know uh, I'm not I'm not that curious about the inner workings of that mind. And luckily, like somebody like that, the kind of person who is going to stand up at a screening of a movie and mm. tell the the filmmakers and 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 the the long-held kind of like franchise 
holders, you know, yeah. uh, just scream, just shriek at them that this film sucks. And you then leave ruined and my life. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck my you. My favorite like, franchise, I, like, you know. <laughs> I echo Bruce Campbell's sentiment. Get the fuck out. Like, and that's all he needed to do. All he had to do was get up and leave. Yeah. You know, you don't have, because you're not achieving anything by flipping them. You know what you're achieving? You're showing everyone what an asshole you are. Yeah. So there's that. But... Um, for me personally, uh, I, 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 because I know basically nothing going in outside of like, I think I saw the poster and I'm just kind of like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah. Um, but I don't even want to talk about it if there's people who haven't seen the poster yet. So yeah. I, I'm going to go in basically blind. And, uh, also <laughs> this, we've said it before, this franchise is such a mixed bag. Um, and you haven't even seen the series, which is, mm-hmm. uh, I, w- I wouldn't call it a mixed bag. I think it just right kind of uses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think without no spoilers, Ash versus the Evil Dead uses kind of like the best of the franchise up until that point and develops it. I think that's the yeah. best thing I can say to kind of encompass that series because I'm a fan. But um, I might. But after that, because that yeah. series has happened, I'm not expecting that series when I go see the movie. I'm expecting something new, and yeah. that's what I hope I see. Something I haven't seen yet. I might yeah. start watching it, like because you know, I've, how many episodes is a season? For like ten. I think it's like ten. I think yeah. it's like thirty episodes. I mean, maybe total. yeah, maybe I'll try to get that all in before the movie comes out. Because uh, I've been watching the James Bond movies and I'm almost done. I've got like one and a half left to go. <laughs> so, so I'm just like, okay, I need something new to kind of do in your James Bond movies. My James Bond. Yeah. Mo- well, there's so fucking many. There's like twenty five official. Yeah, that's insane. movies. And then there's like that's more. like Marvel numbers. That's crazy. Well, no, that Marvel's <laughs> now at like. 40 30 I, I don't something even, i don't even keep track i don't i think I it's 30 something i haven't I seen a marvel something. movie ironically since uh the sam raimi um dr strange uh, mo- oh. uh whatever madness multiverse multiverse, multiverse of, of madness. Mad- yeah, yeah yeah um I yeah i've never seen that i'm not yeah i'm not i'm kind of over the mcu um yeah but yeah yeah, yeah like they talk about a like an overdone franchise sorry to anyone who's a big superhero movie fan um yeah but sharing your opinion shouldn't antagonize you're not saying you're stupid it's not like yeah it's not like you're getting up and being like your movie fucking sucks yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're just sharing your own opinion in in in, in a forum that's kind of like built on like us sharing our opinions that guy was given off strong uh diet cherry cola girl vibes from scravy (laughs) (laughs) like yeah i did it and what what you gonna do about it now like oh my god i hate her but but um, but uh, and I think I, I I think I do hate her more than Olivia because at least <laughs> Olivia has survival tactics. She yeah. just doesn't apply them correctly. She's too bullheaded. Well, to get out of her own way. Should we? I mean, is there anything else you want to really go over with with Evil Dead twenty thirteen before we move on? Um, anything that, that we didn't talk about. Because this is one of those movies. I feel like the Evil Dead's in general. There's, yeah, I haven't personally had like a whole lot to say about them. Um, so They're and like present present movie, you know, notwithstanding. So uh, or or <laughs> withstanding, I should say. But um, yeah, was, but if there's anything else you want to kind of touch upon that we might have missed, 
I just feel like it ultimately solved the problem for me that Army of Darkness posed, which was the the Sheila thing. The yeah. I'm you know I, I'm 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 good even though I'm not, but I'm you know I'm good before, and then I <laughs> turn bad, and then I get good again. But uh, the thing uh, the thing is like she did have to fight her own battle at the end. That that that's I think the strongest thing for me is uh what that i i don't feel the time limit i guess or i don't crave it so much more as you do um that i feel like something is missing or should have been expanded on even more so i feel like it's adequate i i do feel the absence in h2o i do feel like oh my gosh everything's built up like to this incredible (laughs) crescendo and i'm ready and oh and but i don't don't get that when it rains blood yeah. And you tear your own arm off after a car falls on it. And, I'm not. And you, I mean, I'm not left. You cut. You. Sl- uh, yeah. I'm not left unsatisfied by this, and I'm not left unsatisfied okay. by H2O's finale either, because we eventually get the decapitate. We'll talk about that when we get to that. Episode. We'll talk about. But that I mean, when like, I, I just mean, I just mean, like, the fight that's like kind of like in the school when she goes back in and she, you know, she's just like Michael oh. with the axe. Oh, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, I know. That was too short. Okay, that, that's but that's yeah. all set up. That's all set up. Yeah. But for but but the thing is, this this particular climax pays off for me. Yeah. Because I totally. still I was watching her fight her doppelganger self, her deadite self. Did yeah. I ganger? I don't know. I don't I'm know just. Find a word. I'm just going but, through the. And then when she slices it in half, when she slices it in half, and the theme yeah. of duality. Fuck yeah. me, that was amazing. So I was I, also kind of getting I, like, uh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, like Sally Hardesty. <laughs> I was just waiting for her to be like yeeted over. There, <laughs> there is something yeah. about not just a person, but a woman. Just kind of like a wash in blood. I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't know why, but it is deep and it's real and I respond to it. It's yeah. a visual that I just kind of feel like, yeah, it's like I must praise her, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fear I'm her. Sure if, like, if, like, if, like, if film Mad professors respect. were really getting into it, there'd be some sort of like menstruation uh, theme to that or something or just like what is well for me it started with carrie yeah for me it started with carrie but i know even um i saw a post i don't even know if i still have it but there was a reference made um i can make it whenever we do carrie though but uh to some kind of some kind of painting that inspired her her yeah um, oh, I found it. Okay, I'll bring it up when we discuss Brandon when, Palmas carry. When we when we do carry. <laughs> well, I was just going to say yeah. I'm going through the uh, trivia on IMDb, and this is actually something I knew from oh, a while great. back, and I forgot about it. But um, <laughs> if you take the first letter of the main characters, David, Eric, Mia, Olivia, and Natalie, the letters spell out demon. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's eh. <laughs> trivia is a good word for that because yeah. I want to add an L. <laughs> an L? Trivial. Oh. Like, it's cute. I don't know. It doesn't but it doesn't mean anything. Like, I mean, yeah. do we know for sure that the screenwriter intended that or is it just kind of like a, <gasps> you know, <laughs> you, you know, know like what? Conspiracy theory. Yeah. I got a I got a conspiracy theory about yeah. this <laughs> Evil Dead 2013 movie. Yeah. It's all about demon i don't know yeah (laughs) all right anything else no i think i'm good (laughs) okay let's 
let's get to the cherry picker. I think this is going to be pretty... Another obvious one for us. Uh, it's going to be Mia. Yeah. Mia. Uh, yes. What's her last oh, yes. name? I, I totally blanked on that. Do they have not last I'm names? I'm pretty sure she has a last remember. name. She must. She's not just Mia. Allen. Mia Allen. Oh, okay. Is our, uh, mm. is our cherry Mia on top. Allen. Yeah. Long live the queen. Mia and David Allen. Um, <laughs> all right. He does not look. Are we David Allen? David Allen. David Allen. Are we ready for a probably a, a big last week on the cherry picker here? Yeah. Um, so uh if you'll remember, we talked about a little movie called Scream Six or mm-hmm. Screevy, if if you uh ask Eddie over here. Yeah. And uh we we actually had three nominations because we had our editor Andre Felix. Thank mm-hmm. you again, Andre, for, for joining us for that and, and for, for, for editing the, the Cherry Picker podcast. Um, but uh, he gave us a, a, a third nomination. So he yes. nominated, in Scream 6, he nominated the character of Dr. Christopher Stone. I nominated, who I already referenced, uh, Diet Cherry Cola girl who has been kind of, uh, I don't know if this was just on Patreon, but people just started calling her DCCG, uh, like it's a, <laughs> an acronym. DCCG. That's cute. Yeah, that's, 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 that's you can and, call You can call people a DCCG if, if you yeah. so choose. Yeah. And, you, and you nominated uh, Date Blank uh, Frankie. <laughs> Um, and across Patreon, Instagram, YouTube, this was the highest poll turnout so far. The most votes Wow, we've had, um, like, uh, on, on, on Patreon alone, there was over a hundred, uh, votes. So we've got 94 for Dr. Christopher Stone, um, and Christopher Stone did not win, so I'm I'm sorry, Andre. But 94 votes went your Welcome way. Welcome to the struggle, yeah. Andre. Yeah. <laughs> DCCG or Diet Cherry Cola Girl received yes. 329 wow. votes, but then with a whopping <laughs> 1152. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. Uh. Frankie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to hand you your, your tiara and your sash and your, your bouquet. (laughs) I am the cherry picker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Lots of, lots of comments. So let's, let's, let's get get through them. Raphael uh, Sampeo. As a psychology student, that doctor is one of the worst mental health professionals I have ever seen in my life. He was pretty fucking bad. He's bad. Terrible. Michael Begley. Frankie, 
purely on the basis that the film literally wants you to hate this character. Diet Cherry Cola, sure, but one day she'll try the wrong person and get knocked the fuck out. Frankie gives me my dad owns the company vibes. Anything happens to that dude, he's getting the best lawyer money can buy. So at least we got the satisfaction of him getting tased in the balls. As usual, love all you guys. Thank you for the great content each week and keep up the great work. Favorite podcast. Thank you, Michael. I also wanted to point out, because we didn't really say uh, anything in the episode, but was his costume, I think he was like doing Tom Cruise from All the Right Moves, which is now that I'm saying it out loud, which is the one where he's, where he's, because he's in the underwear and the shirt and he's, because, or no, that's Risky Business. Never mind. Right, 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 right. Right. I was going to, cause, cause remember the line in the first movie, uh, Tatum is just like, I was thinking Tom Cruise and all the right moves. If you, if you, pause right. right, you can see his penis. Penis. And I was yeah. just like, oh, he's doing Tom Cruise and all the right moves, but never mind. It's risky business. That's what they should have, that would have been the great little Easter egg there. But, um, but anyway, um, no, he was, he was, he was, uh, a Tom Cruise character, uh, yes. for Halloween, Frankie. Um, okay. I thought I'd like made should like have a, been a, a yeah. <laughs> he should have been a Sharon Stone character. He yeah. should have just been wearing the white dress and no undies. Uh, what's the Catherine of uh, <laughs> something something like yeah? The I basic the basic name yeah. Basic instinct. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. her character. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Um, we should do that one time. We should. She gives yeah. a good, she gives a good performance in that movie. An underrated, as <laughs> iconic as it is, yeah. underrated performance. I yeah. think. <laughs> Go on. Rob Rangel, for one of the few new characters with a name and decent screen time, you would think Frankie would have gotten killed in some way. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Maybe if the movie started being a scream movie at the point that he was in it, he might have. (laughs) Uh, Silent Saturn. Silent Saturn says, Dr. Stone, his job is to help people, but clearly he's afraid of his own patients. Sam didn't even say anything uh, majorly outrageous. She didn't confess to a murder she committed or was planning to do it again. Her killing Richie in self-defense was known to him. I wonder how many people who depended on him, he, excuse me, he messed up with his incompetence. Also, his reaction gave me Stacy from Candyman vibes, and that alone is grounds for death. (laughs) (laughs) Stacy with her Pepto-Bismol pink (laughs) i think she's worse than stacy though stacy's not even that aggressive stacy can't could never be she's just that (laughs) you know uh phil w definitely cheated on this one but voted for all three using patreon uh (gasps) modern problems require modern solutions however that's that's pretty smart though you know that's the thing you can go on patreon you can go on instagram and youtube and youtube youtube and vote youtube and vote i love that he stuffed the ballot box tour in in the spirit of equity like basically just he could have just not voted at all (laughs) yeah right but i think that's great it it was literally had me slapping my knees here that's but yeah the more votes the better you know yeah. Um, <laughs> go for it. It's your vote. Do but it. then you, you have like you PJ Souls is like off to the side somewhere and she's just like slipping all the, the ballots under the table. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> That's how you won this round. You had PJ Souls. Under the bleaches. Yeah. No, it is a table. I, think um, I don't remember. 
Anyway, sorry, uh, modern problems require modern solutions. However, Frankie would be the choice if I had to pick just one. There's no place yeah. in the world for people like that. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Phil. Yeah, agreed. Grant, Grant Dempsey, what to do, what to do. My conscience says obviously Frankie, but my heart says Dr. Stone. I guess I'll give my heart a bone and vote for Dr. Stone. You know, having voted for the one in mm, three and two, I gotta say 2023 is shaping up to be a bad year for therapists, cherry picker wise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sean P diet cherry cola was pretty awful however Frankie was about to do unspeakable things and based on how Tara's friends reacted I feel like this is not Frankie's first time Frankie deserved more than being tased in the balls personally I wish Sam's boyfriend was one of the killers he was absolutely chilling as Prometheus on the series Arrow and I wanted to see what he could do as Ghostface Oh, there's always well, there's always scream seven, scream seven. Stop, stop. I'm sorry. No, God, I don't know. Tyler Vic, Tyker Vic, uh, Frankie was a perfect side character to kill off, but no, they wanted to kill no name <laughs> pedestrians. <laughs> Eye roll emoji. <laughs> That's hilarious. I hope that I got the no right because there's a lot of. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. You nailed it. Uh, Amethyst <laughs> Frost. Frankie deserves it the most, but at least Sam tased him in the balls for what he did. I wish she got some retribution against the diet soda girl. If after taking out the Baileys, she kept Billy's costume on and stabbed diet soda girl a few times, I wouldn't be mad at her. <laughs> blue box 87 diet cherry cola for being a see you next tuesday but my real pick is uh any of the actual characters because no one died people are getting salty in the um in the cherry picker here for the lack like of it. death, and i'm here for it I mean, because i agree yeah yeah it's the truth it's yeah. the truth uh, Mendejo, I thought that was Bella Thorne for a second without reading uh-huh. anything. I guess the picture of Diet Cherry Cola. Maybe she slightly <laughs> resembled. I don't think it was a, a cameo from, from okay, no. Bella Thorne. But, yeah. Dylan Jameson, my vote went for Frankie for the reason that he seems to be the worst of the bunch solely for his character name in universe being date blank Frankie. Sure, he might have been tased in the balls, but sadly, that's not a worthy punishment for his crime. Dude should have been killed and in a way to match poor Trevor from Scream 4 by being shot in the dick. Also, a side note, <laughs> is it just me or does uh, the does the guy kind of look like Max, Johnny Galecki from I Know What You Did Last Summer, uh, who was also a major creep? He kind of he did. He looked like a like a young taller No, look at look again. Like go back and Okay, I didn't I, I, I no, but I didn't get it. Like I didn't Yeah. If I usually if I see somebody who looks like someone it, No, I I I thought the same thing. I was just like he was he was giving <laughs> okay. off like Johnny Galecki. No, like young... I still only got Bradley Cooper in the refrigerator. No, you're thinking of Greg, the non-character Ghostface who was roommate slash yeah, possible that's lovers. who I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the only one I got. I didn't get Johnny Galecki at all. No, but we're talking about Frankie. 
I know we're talking about two different people. Why I'm do you do that? You're only... well, yeah, but you need to you need to like set that up. You need to like I already you know, have did a seg- in the last podcast. People who've been listening to us know who I'm. No, but I mean about. like conversationally right now, you got a segue. Oh dear God! <laughs> you know what? Comment Read. down below if you if you were on the same frequency as as Edward just then. Uh, <laughs> Hamish, Frankie, unkind man. Uh, I am Solomon. <laughs> oh, solid picks. Each one of them deserved it. I'm going to pick Cola because even if Sam was the murderer, how dumb are you to antagonize her? Should have got the axe for sure mm. since the other two at least got some kind of punishment for their actions. Bring her back in seven just to kill her off. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. They all deserve to die. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Uh, everything weather... Easily Frankie, he's a creep from the start, and Tara clearly was not in a good place, thinking it'd be good to go with him. Thanks, sorry, thank God, thank God she had Chad. Yeah, his response to find all of them, all of them, because wasn't Annika the first one to step in? Annika Annika was like, well, he's like, hey, I'm Frankie. And she's like, and I am so uninterested in knowing anything about you. Love with that. her with her and green the, lipstick <laughs> and his creepy reaction when he found yeah. out that Tara was a freshman that make me wretch mm. go on <laughs> Adam Daddy Queen's fantastic world wish i could have picked all 3 because they are the absolute worst but had to go with uh Frankie i mean his name alone uh says why uh I would have just kept tasing him in the balls over and over and over <laughs> until they ruptured. <laughs> yeah. Eliminate the uh, the offending. Get rid of the balls. <laughs> I don't know. Paraphernalia. Go on. <laughs> Howell Pun says, Dr. Stone really was a terrible therapist. Frankie is the obvious yeah. choice, but I feel like being tased in the balls did the job. Sucked. I disagree. <laughs> Sucked says Diet Cherry Cola. I wish she was one of the killers. No! <laughs> she just randomly comes out at the end and it's, you know, well, okay. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. that Because I guess I may have miscalculated. I don't know if we mentioned this in the episode when I filmed it, but I, w- I was under the impression of the movie that the killers were trying to frame Sam as the uh as the killer again like because how they were doing in in the fifth movie but ethan does have that line where he's just says oh well the plan is that some idiot online some like radical fanatic is going to read the post about you and then take matters into their own hands so they and then like the detective would have come in and ruled that out in his investigation so i guess like the idea was that it was going to be like some nobody that came in and they were actually the killer which i think is even stupider but in that case she's a prime candidate to get framed for everything so could you imagine that like if they succeeded in their plan and then all was was said and done and then they're just like oh it's the girl who they had on the recording she's the killer and then they go and arrest her and throw her in jail for the rest of her life <laughs> but i'm innocent i just threw cherry cola on a, on someone and they're like throw the book at her <laughs> 
I mean, the only thing I would have liked about seeing her be a ghost face is seeing Sam kill her. That yeah. would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's it. <laughs> but could you imagine, like, the third mask kit? Because you're just like, Mindy. And just, like, pulled it off. And just like, ha ha, it's me, Diet Cherry Cola girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, you know what, that actually, because I wasn't surprised at all to see uh, Quinn. So, yeah, yeah that would have been, that would have been a surprise. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Browning. Wait, why are there three options? Um Oh, that's cute. Why well, I, I yeah, why well, I because I, I responded. Podcast guest cherry picker. Yeah. Um oh shit, I lost I lost where I was at. <laughs> hold oh on. God, Please get hold. It back there, cherry. Please uh, hold. <laughs> Seb Sedgman. You don't have to hold, it's good. I'm I'm, I'm back. Said Seb Sedgman, Frankie. Because of his face. Because of his face. <laughs> not, because not of behavior, Johnny Galecki. <laughs> no. Anyway, go Anderson on. Frazier. Uh, what did Stone do wrong? <laughs> um, oh my God, really? Wait, there's. Oh, honey. I, I just want to read the reply to that. Uh, Silent okay. Saturn. Being a terrible therapist who's afraid of his patients. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got somebody. For starters. Somebody filled Anderson in. Um, yeah. Uh, Russell Dorsey. Probably Frankie. Michael Potter. All of the above. Uh, yeah. Wild Sergeant 716. Diet Cherry Cola Pepsi Girl. Because that shit is nasty. Sad. <laughs> now it's Pepsi. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pepsi, you know, yeah. Sad we'll, turtle. We'll always be speculating. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. S- sad turtle. Uh, didn't they say cola though? I think they. Because this no, isn't like Coke. Did they say Coke? Isn't that like a branded thing? I mean, yeah, I remember. So it's just something you can say. I'm pretty sure that. Isn't like Coke, Coca Cola? Yeah, but she didn't say Coca Cola. She oh, okay. said Coke. But isn't like Diet Coke? Uh, you don't need a... the trademark to say. Well, I was gonna say know, maybe hey, they were Coke. <laughs> maybe they were sponsoring them because remember how in like Scream Two, no, everyone was no. drinking Pepsi. Is <laughs> that <laughs> no. like Pepsi all over? <laughs> <laughs> no, but sometimes it's just an inadvertent thing. It's yeah. not always you know like a, yeah. a sponsor or something like. Yeah. That. Okay. Uh, sad turtle dove. I have already almost forgotten many of the not important characters. Not good. Yes, oh. you just gotta see it again. <laughs> okay. D Beast, or maybe it was D Beast. Uh, Chad, but only because he was, in fact, stabbed about a billion fucking times. Oh, well, he did. I don't think that means he deserved to die, yeah. but yeah, he. Yeah, when we when got he the survived, rules. I was like, this is okay. very specific about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my Chunky Jordy. Anyone who tries to date blank should get what's coming. Someone spiked my drink once, but I knew something was wrong. So I got someone to mock me home. Never went out again since. Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, Uh, it's pretty common. uh, And then Jagger 167. Or Jagger. Okay. I'm just going Jagger, like Jagger. 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 Frankie, 100%. He tried to bleep my girl Tara. 
I don't know why I just called her Tara. Tara. Because you're opening. altering your... Tara. <laughs> when you alter in real time, your brain keeps working. Tara. <laughs> you can't, your mouth can't keep up. Go on. <laughs> Hope he's the opening kill of Scream 7. Ooh. Ooh. I don't need him to come back. They couldn't even do these characters justice the first time. Let's... We'll... <laughs> Let's let's, uh, let's sit in a writer's room for a little bit longer with Scream Seven. You're you're never going to stop potting about Screevy, like <laughs> no, because I have way too much love in my heart. You know, <laughs> what is it? What is the Richie line? Um, is like how can we're just like how can fandom be toxic? Um, because it's about love. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would actually say, I would argue and say that Diet Cherry Cola Girl is, like, more of the embodiment of toxic fandom because that's the kind of, like, energy, um, like, who, like, like I was already saying of, like, the, the guy in the theater, um, when he's just like, your movie fucking sucks, just, like, the irrational outburst, uh, of nothing, like, that. But what is she Diet a fan Cherry, of? Um... Of, Sanity? <laughs> of look of reading things online and and just like buying into it oh okay mm, yeah okay just go I with it just go with it no i went no. with your olivia bullshit just go with it it's not what you no you didn't <laughs> <laughs> i mean anyway, i listened to it so yeah i listened to you but i I'm, i rebutted that's what you pay me the big bucks for anyway it's true that's it you're i'm turning it over to you you won Oh, cool. Remember? I have to cherry Remember? pick. Yeah. Yeah, I got to pick a chair. I didn't know. I, I thought there were going to be so many more. I think but, a lot um, of okay. those no, were thanks, like guys. replies to the to the comments that were there because there, right. <laughs> there was like re- re- replies upon replies. Yeah, that's equally yeah. entertaining. Just piling on. Okay, so replies. I get to pick. Well, okay. I don't even know if this is going to win. I honestly, because this movie, I don't know. I It, it seems so subjective, like who somebody is going to be. <clears throat> annoyed by like i mean the fact that you had the reaction to natalie that you had uh is very surprising to me out of this this field <laughs> that we're playing in so yeah. i bet i think it's possible i think it's possible that people could dislike any one of these characters but yeah. we know the one that i dislike the most so i'm picking olivia i she's just someone who a, a friend i would not want in my corner somebody who has simultaneously lost faith in my ability to um kind of like choose make make choices for myself uh yet feels compelled that the therefore the only way that i can ever kind of arrive at that point is for them is for her or him whoever it is for them to make the choices for me and wall me into a situation until I'm sober. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that shit. I yeah. think that, that I, I don't pretend to completely understand all the ins and outs of addiction and everything like that, but I've had enough experience with it that I feel like I know when to kind of loosen my grip and step back and go, I end here. You start there. You know, yeah. if you need anything, let me know. Sometimes the answer is going to be no. You know, yeah. so that's where I'm coming from. How about you, Zach Chara? Sometimes you get very like emphatical, like for people watching or for people listening who, yeah. who aren't watching. You, uh, Edward gets very emphatical 
And like when there's a lot of or movement, emphatic, emphatical, <laughs> uh, and when there's a lot of movement on his screen, it freezes up, and then there's just like kind of like <laughs> still of, of him, just like just of me just with my mouth like <laughs> yeah. off to the side and my hands yeah. like up in the air. Sure, Which I think is not. just funny because like we already knew everything that you thought about Olivia, but we got to of we just got to see you frozen in time, uh, <laughs> bitching about it for a little bit longer. <laughs> I, I'm uh, short and sweet Natalie. Who is this bitch? You know? Really? <laughs> really? Oh my well, God. What was I going to, I mean, the only other person I would, person I would nominate is the abomination. <laughs> but I mean, like, I have way too much fun with that, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god or maybe what now the, yeah. we're anti-woman like <laughs> here we're criticizing yeah. <laughs> the evil dead franchise for being the term you used anti-feminist but yeah. we're killing off two of the women yeah. but we're pray we well, we praise the cherry on top as a woman as it well. cancels so I guess out you know equal opportunity <laughs> yeah for sure there's you cross someone, the line someone... we yeah. <laughs> Someone out there is just being like misogynist. The Cherry Picker is a misogynist podcast. But yeah. <laughs> because of because of Natalie no. and Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. But no, I think um that's gonna be okay, well that's gonna be an interesting duo. Anyway. But I wonder how how pres how much people are gonna remember the characters out of this anyway because i had to remember how much well first of all let's see if this if this episode even gets the the listener slash viewership yeah because uh, it is an evil dead movie because who knows because the new movie is coming out so it might like reinvigorate the the franchise mm-hmm. or just like interest in in everything maybe again. so anyway uh natalie versus olivia vote your heart your conscience or just even like your you, you know <laughs> whatever there's more your there's guts. more than just a heart and your a guts. Your guts, your Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know where I'm uh trailing off with this, but uh you can do that on Patreon, on Instagram, or on YouTube, or where the polls will be. I would like to welcome some new Patreon supporters. So <gasps> oh. say hello to Andrew McRae. Rachel Mace, Theo Frimert, Frimert, F R I M E R T. Um, I say Frimert. 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 Yeah. You say- <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Theo's getting a lot of exposure um, in, in this list. Redbeard's Fury with the E's uh, are actually threes. So maybe that's like oh. Earth 3. <laughs> oh gosh don't so please stop <laughs> so i'm not allowed to do it but you can yeah that's okay. coming from me like all right <laughs> that's a reach that's a reach yeah <laughs> steven priest robbie david james jake uh bemond <laughs> I just like the El- way you trip yeah. over it. I'm like, trying. I'm trying. I, you know, I, I sometimes okay. Let me. I'll get through it all this. So Jake, uh, B- Bamondi, um, Ellie McGurk. <laughs> 
Stop laughing at my Patreon supporters. <laughs> no, it's not them. It's just like watching you Stop just laughing to say at it me. fast. Yeah. Like if you say it, like if you say it fast, then it's like, yeah. okay, I didn't really say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, I'm sorry. J A Joe Hey. J A Joe Kane. Oh my god. Well, because you're oh, into the sorry. come on. I'm trying to get through it. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. Go, go, go. go. <clears throat> I'll be quiet. J A Joe Kane and Greg. You did it. Thank you to all to all of the, the Yay! UK That's I, it. We're done. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> no, I was gonna say sometimes uh beforehand, because I was not prepared. Uh, if there's a name that I can't pronounce, I'll try to like look up like pronounce names.com or there's like a thing you could like look up. Oh, okay. Um, but I just gotcha. I was not prepared this time. And who knows if those are even right. Um <laughs> anyone anyone try saying my my real last name correctly, you know. We're not gonna t- I'm not gonna reveal what it is, but um Chira. 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 <laughs> You are French. French. Yeah. Are, yes, French Canadian. Zizek Chéri. All right. Anyway, on, my... if, if, if you are new to the podcast, you can listen to us. The RSS feed link is in the descriptions down below. If you are listening to us, you can watch us on YouTube. The Cherry Picker. Go subscribe. You can also follow yeah. us on Instagram. The handle is at the Cherry Picker Pod. Edward, where could they possibly find you uh, on your socials? Uh, ty- type at Edward is Truth on any social media platform you want and see if I'm there. <laughs> All right. And you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Retro Bitch Face. My main uh, YouTube channel, Zach Cherry, Z A C K. Cherry. Um, <laughs> Twitter is Zach Cherry Eight, and if you want to support uh, the podcast on Patreon, you can look up Zach Cherry there as well. And with that Patreon support, you get early access to all of these episodes. And if you are subscribed at the Freddy Krueger tier, you get to listen to the Cherry Picker After Dark uh, coming up this month. We've got. Scream Survivor again, or is it Screeviver? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, we had so much fun with the first season that we're going to do season two because we we have a lot more characters that didn't get to play. Um, so if you're interested in the first season, there is a 45-minute preview on the YouTube channel. You can check that out. Uh, but uh, Eduardo, Eduardo, what the... What's what's coming up next week? <laughs> Where the hell are you from? <laughs> <laughs> that French, wasn't anywhere French, near as distinct. French Canadian. Eduardo. Edward. What do we got going on <laughs> next week? You're frozen again. <laughs> I'm sorry. You made me laugh and gesture. I know. <laughs> when I when I come back, when my when my body catches up with my voice. Yeah. I want to ask you, how do you say Z in French? Z. 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 Now we sound like Dracula. I don't know. I have no idea. Z. I want. You're asking, I, do you think I like 
did well in French class at all. <laughs> no. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't literally, what, no, no, I, I spent my French classes drawing cartoons. I would do like, oh. like I would like do scream cartoons, but with like cartoon characters like <clears throat> Hey Arnold or Rugrats or things like that, whatever was like popular at the time that I was, you know, at that age. Yeah. So yeah, very disturbed and, but creative. <laughs> Um, I, so I, I did not, what... <laughs> yeah, I did not do well in, like, I failed all my French classes, so they're probably just, like, did not participate, oh. was, like, drawing, um, and if they ask me a question, they're just, like, you have to, you're not, you know, or I'd be, like, can I, I have to go to the bathroom, they'd be, like, you can't go until you say something in French, <laughs> right? and they'd French, ask me a question, right. I'd just be, like, no, because no is the same <laughs> as <well." laughs> yes. they're like, do you want you to say it, You have to say it, like, you just have to clip off no. the end of it and just, like, no. Yeah, no. it's not no, it's no. no. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I, at one point, I forget what prompted it. There was a day, a couple, maybe it was around the lot time of the lockdown when we were all slowly going insane for our own reasons and in our own ways. Mm. But I just started a list of all the words I knew in French, <laughs> and I started it going un, deux, trois, trois. quatre, uh, cinq. Uh, I forget what six is. So that was it. I had five yeah. there. I know. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Everybody knows that. Everybody and then mon dieu, yeah. mon dieu. Yeah. I know mon dieu. I know, uh, 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 uh beaucoup. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I started to fall apart. I think I started saying fromage. <laughs> and, uh, <you> fromage. <laughs> fromage. Fromage. You got to really get the yeah. French accent. Yes. What? Okay. <laughs> can, can you answer the question? <laughs> what was it? I forgot. What's What's going on next week? What are we What What are we up to? Oh, are we watching that one? That doesn't take place in France. No. Um, I don't think. It no, takes it pl- take place um, it's on France. the other side of the tube. Oh, it's on the other side of the tube. So yeah. is it uh, I- I- England? England? It's, yes. Is it yeah. England? Um, England, yeah. So there's a lot of horror movies that took place in England. It's not Mary Riley, is it? No. No, it's a more recent movie than It's that. more recent, yeah. More recent. It took place in England. Uh, is it about Jack the Ripper? No. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I know the one. Okay, it's the one with the girl. Is it kind of time travel? Yes. And ghosts and... Yeah! yeah. So And it's... There's a night, but it's the last one. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> if I could reach through the screen right now. Yay! Uh, yeah. Last night in Soho. That's it! Ding, ding, doing. ding, ding! I win. So, yes, you, you won my sanity. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, for... I don't want that. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know what to do what with that. What am I going to do with exactly. that? What am I going to do with Zach's sanity? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll be right back.